Hello, this is Bottled Soccer Talk. My name is Nestor, and I'm joined here by Henry G. And uh, this is uh, number 22, match week 22. Shit, shout out to Ziek, number 22. There you go. A lot of football went on. It was an international break, but, you know, there was pretty good pretty good matches going on it's it was the least boring international break that we've had in a good while yeah um even though it interrupts the flow of uh of club football mm-hmm. it was kind of nice actually we were able to see uh what countries are looking good for the upcoming euros and the world cup qualifiers and who's who actually plays better for the country than they do for their clubs there's a few players that that shined a bit but uh, let's... Well, any thoughts before we start getting into the, I guess, reviews? No, no, I totally agree with you. It was a breath of fresh air. And uh, I think more more importantly for us, too, because we got to see our teams play uh, from our side of the hemisphere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it was a good break. And a lot of uh, a lot of players balled out, too, that haven't always got the, the stage at their clubs. Yeah. Um, you know, numerous players. And we'll get into that in, in a little bit. If I were to say my favorite team of the tournament, it's really actually a two-way tie between England and Spain. And obviously, I, I love what the U.S. did, but I don't want to take away to, to what the more competitive teams did and who played more competitive uh, opposition. So. I don't know. I think, I think U.S. probably doesn't beat those teams, but we'll, we'll give them a pretty good run. Yeah. It, you know, with, with a stroke of luck can definitely get a favorable result, you know. Yeah, I would say, yeah. 60 70 40 for the european teams i don't think that u.s or mexico are that far back anymore no. than they used to be you know i would even say i'd love to see uh the Concacaf teams uh face more convable teams you know to really see in friendlies yeah because uh that's the level i think we're at whereas in previous years you could have easily placed either team in the Conmebol. And it would have been clear that they wouldn't have made it through. Yeah. Um, you know, there's been times Mexico has had some some pretty good runs. But now if the U.S. and, and Mexico were to be thrown into that pool, I think they could easily be a mid-table uh, team. Yeah, someone on Reddit actually was talking about how um, Mexico should become a Conmebol team. And, right. And that would that would give Conmebol an extra, playoff, uh, an extra World Cup berth. Which rightfully so, Mexico is one of the powerhouses in in that side of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I don't know how much credit I give it. You know how possible it is. I don't think it is at all. But yeah, it it really in Concacaf, it's really just Mexico and, and U.S. Sometimes Costa Rica, but mm-hmm. under us sometimes nine out of ten times those are the better teams. Yeah, those are the top two teams. Yeah. So, like, Copa America is a good way to gauge how competitive U.S. and uh, Mexico are. Yeah. And lately, Mexico hasn't been getting the call-up because of, because the Gold Cup has been in those years. Yeah. And they'll send sometimes the B team, which, you know, <laughs> they've gotten far. They've got, I think they've made it to semifinal or maybe even the final. But, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see how, how much better... Mexico and U.S. are looking than they used to, like, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, let, let's talk about the uh, international games that happened with uh, with England, because I think we we pay pretty close attention to England and Spain be, simply because of the leagues, and that's how we watch. We'll go through the results a little bit, like the ones that were interesting. There, there was a ton of games that were played. 
starting from last week, last Wednesday. I think we probably touched on it last week, but just to go over it again, um, there's a lot of like teams that we don't care about really, mm-hmm. like uh, Greece versus Cyprus. Oh, there's a bunch of those, yeah. Yeah, that's um, you know, I'm not gonna watch that. Malta versus Liechtenstein, mm-hmm. <laughs> Montenegro versus Kazakhstan. Who would have thought? Yeah, those, and that those, was, yeah, those are games that only mean something to people that are from there with, with all due respect. Or people that have some affiliation yeah. to those teams. Of I course. Yeah. Um, so, for example, Belgium beats Switzerland 2-1. to one. Tough game. Germany beats Czech Republic 1-0. Mm-hmm. Italy scores four against Estonia. Netherlands and Spain go to a draw. That was actually a pretty good game. A tight game, I should say. Yeah. Poland... Uh, Wins two to zero, and Portugal uh, wins seven to zero against Andorra. I think we talked about that. France again loses to Finland. We did talk about that. I'm pretty sure. Right. As far as friendlies go, this, we're still going over this. Um, I think I think the the friend the next friendly would be last Thursday, which was United States versus Wales. Right. That one was. It was a. Uh, how do, how, do, how do you feel about it that? It was a chippy match. Um, to be fair, I will say Wales isn't a bad team. Um, but uh, City, I'm City. <laughs> they look, look at me think bringing City into this. United States, um, I think, held their own. They dominated possession and created more. Well, I think U.S. is a better team. Yeah, yeah, uh, there's a better team. But, you know, I don't want to overlook players like Daniel James, who, who had a brilliant goal today, um, who was ultimately shut down in that game. Um, I thought Serginho Des was pretty solid and... Um, uh, Miazga when, when he was faced to, by him. Uh, Robbie Matondo, another winger who plays for Schalke, who, who's doing bits in Germany right now. They're a decent team. It's just uh, they don't have that allure they did when they had Gareth Bale and Robinson Canu and uh, Aaron Ramsey. Aaron Ramsey, right. Uh, they're not that team anymore. Even um, este Ben Davies. Yeah, Ben Davies. And they had this uh, uh, midfielder, last name Allen. I forgot what team he played for, but he was a Premier League player. They're not maybe that team, but it was a good, uh, a good, uh, almost like a practice match. That's what it felt like to me because it was a rotation um, where Greg Berhalter was just giving a bunch of guys debuts. That was um, uh, Eunice's debut from Valencia, Gio Reyna's debut, um, you know, a few other names that uh, I could go on and talk about. But um, overall, it's nil-nil. I'd like to see more goals, but that just kind of plays into the fact that uh, we're missing Josh Sargent, who, in my opinion, is our most promising nine. But really, uh, and this will go into the next match we'll talk about later, but Sebastián Soto did not play in this match. And the match that he did play in, well, it was a different story. And we'll touch on that later. But Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like we, that was a opportunity for U.S. to to show that, you know, all of our guys from Europe are really going to click. Mm-hmm. Granted, you miss Pulisic, oh, which yeah. is their, your biggest, yeah. your best player I don't know by far, but he's easily their best player. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, I'd only put Gio Reyna, like, behind him and then Dest, maybe. Dest based on performance with um, Barcelona. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, not a bad result. It could have been better. But this was, like I said, the first time this unit played together. Could, could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Uh, what U.S. needs is a better coach. Could be. Could be. Um, well, one thing I will say about Greg Berhalter, he isn't your typical MLS coach. When he was coaching the Columbus crew, and uh, the funny thing is, he was actually coaching Zach Steffen there too. And this is what alerted City to his his uh, prowess as a goalkeeper is that Greg Berhalter does play a very European style in, in in the way he plays possession, 
likes to pass out of the back, uh, etc. And um, but my my issue with him is that I don't know if the style that he's trying to make them play is gonna be conducive to getting results down the road. So I mean, it, the the truth is I don't I don't know if there's a manager they can pick right now that will really revolutionize U.S. soccer at the moment. He's not a terrible shout though. I like him a lot, a lot more than when we had Bruce Arena, or um, you know uh, uh, Schmidt or uh, Klinsman is a different story. I, I enjoyed his time there. We had chippy results, but that was I don't down think to yeah the depth. And the, I think Jurgen Klinsman was more of a, like a player that was trying to develop towards something. Yeah, the actual football was pretty hard to watch. Well, that's yeah, and that's that just comes down to the talent that was available at the time. I think if Jurgen Klinsman was coaching the team we have today. It could be a different story, honestly. Maybe, yeah, maybe. That's the way I feel. I, I have an opinion about Klinsman, uh, and I think you brought it up the other day off the record. But yeah. we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but any any last thoughts on the U.S. and their and against Wales? Anyway? Against Wales? No, I mean, it was a, a good introduction to what's to come. And I get, like, my parting thoughts are I'm glad that we dominated in areas that we weren't dominating before. This was a game where I, back, like, maybe four years ago, I'd expect not only Wales to win, but Wales to get more shots, Wales to have more possession, better passing accuracy. Mm-hmm. That wasn't necessarily yeah, the case. Yeah, US was better. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, not a bad result. I, of course, I would have loved to get the win, but, um, you know, it's yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, next game up was uh, England versus Ireland. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like a little rivalry between them. Yeah. It, it is weird, though. They've only had 10 games between them of, over... I think sixty years or something, <laughs> and the last win that uh, that any team has had has happened over thirty years ago, which is weird. They've been drawing, and uh, right now England has a pretty good squad. They they're going through a pretty, I guess you can say, a golden generation. So yeah. they went through to zero. Ireland has nothing to offer against England. They have a couple players in the prem, but I think most of them are in the championship or, you know, in Scotland or you know, yeah, they're not Wales. A- so. Yeah, they're not really going to compete against them. The fact that that England only got three goals is kind of, you know, probably a more of a downer than than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sancho got on the board, and who else got on the? Oh, Harry Maguire got a little header in there. Yeah, you know he's been pretty good at that. I'd say he's up there with the best scoring center backs at the moment in this yeah. day and age. Yeah, he's you know? he, yeah he's well he's a big boy and he's a. Yeah. What do they call him? A refrigerator. A refrigerator, and he's got a nice kick too. Apparently, according to <laughs> Greek officials, but um, not 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 a bad uh, game. And I think England in this game was doing a lot of what the U.S. did too in terms of uh, rotating players on. You know, yeah. they got Calvert Lewin on kind of late. He scored via penalty, but uh, he's definitely going to be an option for them going forward. I still think Harry Kane is going to hold that spot at the nine, but. The mm-hmm. good thing about Calvert-Lewin is he can run the wing. Now, when Sterling's healthy, that's probably not going to be possible anymore. And that's one thing to, to keep in mind. Sterling um, is, is by and large, uh, besides Sancho, I guess, the best winger that, that yeah. uh, England have. So it was interesting and to see And they're on opposite ends. So yeah, they're, they're, they're going to be a headache for a lot of teams, especially in the Euros. Certainly, yeah. And um, Well, we're also forgetting about Rashford. Yeah, Rashford is another guy. Nine. Yeah, MBE. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's funny, man. Um this is this was a game that has a lot of meaning too to a few players on the England side, Declan Rice and, and Jack Grealish, who uh, are half Irish and, and could have represented Ireland. Uh, but it, it it proves that they made the right choice, and um, you know mm-hmm. they're probably going to win more silverware than 
than uh, Ireland will ever well, get close to. As a as a as an English person, you would hope so, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't reflect too well. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah. One thing, and I have to, I have to say this, uh, Mason Mount. Mm. <laughs> did yeah. he start? I think he did. He I think he's one of the few midfielders who played each game. He didn't. He never was off. And I mean, he did get subbed off, but he never missed the game. So I've never, I've never really heard of a player that's been so like promised. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and so defended. Like you know, like when your boys like, hey, you got to watch this show. Like I tr- like trust me, it's good. You're like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get to it. Yeah, I'll get to it. You know, and so you know, it's like oh, you got to try this restaurant. It's so good. You got to you got to try. This. Yeah, you, you got to try this drink. Gotta yeah, try yeah, it. you got you got to try this. You gotta try this. Like I've never heard a player from from so many from so many other players and so many other managers that are like, no, we we got him here for a reason. Like they have yeah. to justify. Yeah, like, be, be patient like, with Mason Mount. Yeah, you can't. Like you don't see it, but it, it's apparently it's there for somebody <laughs> in some space. I've never heard a player that gets so much like praise off of nothing. Yeah. Like like no, trust me, he's a good player. Like well, I got him here for a reason. So just. Trust me. Just like, trust the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's like it's, a, there's probably like a prime minister somewhere in the magistrate paying for this kid to like, get so, a chance. Like to somewhat, he's appealing to somebody. <laughs> and, you know, he got a goal today. Fair enough. But what the – like I've, I've never just – so many people go out on a limb to give this guy credit when it's obviously not passing the eye test. Right. And it's it's not a, so much of a problem, but it becomes a problem when you have players like Foden, Grealish, missing time because this yeah. guy's on the pitch and – Exactly. It's not right, man. It's not right Straight at all. Up. You know, and, uh, you know, getting stars and call-ups when they're definitely not earned. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was, I, you know, I posited the other day. I'm like, well, you know, why don't we get Dele Ali on there since we're getting players that don't deserve a call-up? Oh, Dele Ali is another guy who's better. I mean, we, I even said on the Ali, Ross Barkley even. Ross Barkley's earned like a spot more him. than this kid. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, so that's my shit. Um, Mason Mount's going to be in my doghouse for a very long time. Yeah, it, it's going to take a crazy season for him to get. It's going to take a crazy mind. string of games. <laughs> yeah, because he, I mean, he'll score on the odd game, but he's not uh, a player you bet the house on. Uh, oh no, he's not a difference I wouldn't maker. I wouldn't do that. He's not a Jack Grealish. He's not a Foden. Yeah, um, you know it's just not him. Yeah, but they're trying to make him be. I mean, they 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 they're selling it. <laughs> yeah, Gary Lineker is like, oh, I don't get all the abuse Mount gets. He's a top player. Exactly, just that's give him another time. player. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> give him time. Like, why why don't you say this about um, Mason Greenwood? Yeah, I would even take uh, Madison ahead of him, truthfully, yeah. from Leicester. Yeah, but why don't you like? Why aren't we going out on a limb for other players? It's just this kid for some some reason. Yeah, and then this kid, to be fair, Mason Mount, and not to dwell on him too much, but. He's been in academies throughout his whole upbringing. Like, I'm sure his parents or his family was well off to get him into these positions to, you right. know, get the notoriety. Yeah, but exactly. That, that that's what kind of leaves a sour taste. Like, like c- comparing him to Phil Foden, it's a completely different story. Comes from a working class family, had to be taken to practice while his parents worked. Shit like that, you know. I I just don't get the same yeah. uh, sensations from Mount, but. We'll have to see if if the coaches see something, then fuck. You know what can yeah. we say? Yeah, I know. But they <laughs> they try to talk us into it, and you know the more that someone sells you on something, the more skeptical you are. It's like right. going to the mall. It's like, hey, bro, like your shoes need some shining. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, know? like <laughs> it's kind of strange, but yeah, yeah we'll it's see. weird. So okay, and uh, okay, so past that, there's some World Cup qualifying, which is significant. Mm-hmm. A conmebol, 
South America. Uh, Bolivia versus Ecuador. Ecuador wins three to two. Mm-hmm. Argentina ties with Paraguay one to one. And then on Friday there was some more qualifying from Conmebol. Uruguay clapped. Oh, Colombia had the probably the bur- the worst international break I've seen them have in a while. Yeah, and they're not a terrible team. No, and they I mean they have all right defenders. Yerimina, yeah. obviously, you know. I just didn't really quite get it, um, and maybe it might be a manager change they need soon. Something like just that. Just a new set of players representing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then um, Chile beats Peru 2-0. Yeah. Two, cool. A worldie from, from yeah, Vidal. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. yeah, and they have their own personal little uh, rivalry going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll, we'll get them next time, Peru. <laughs> Uh, Brazil beats Venezuela. Brazil's not interesting right now. Nah, I mean they're missing their guy, you know. They're, I don't know. They're they're, yeah they're. I think even Neymar probably wouldn't have made that interesting. It's like if you were to take out a few of the players they have now, like even Firmino, I'll give him his credit. Like him, Gabriel Jesus, and like let's say you just take away those two players and maybe Willian. They're honestly like pretty bad. Like they remind me of the team of Brazil, like somewhere post Ronaldinho time, where it's like they're depending on players like Wagner Love and just random ass. I forgot about that. Yeah, guy. yeah, like players oh, yeah, and Fred, Fred, and um, <laughs> just Teixeira, like random players. I don't know. Their best no player names. was Robinho, and <laughs> yeah, that's what they're reminding me of now. But uh, there is like a generation of, of players coming up from their uh, nation, but they Tony haven't quite shown yet. Right now, Coutinho is, is one of my favorites. Uh, you know, obviously, Gabriel mm-hmm. Jesus, Firmino is class. Everton is... Yeah. Is he doing well in Portugal? Uh, is he playing in Portugal? Uh, wait, who'd you say? Uh, uh, Everton. Oh, Everton. So yeah, yeah. Um, he is... Yeah, he's playing, but I haven't heard too much. I remember, of him. yeah, there was there was some talk about him, and then, you know... Yeah, the Grêmio forgot. product. All right, so more... Uh, so, Saturday is when the Nations League started, this stupid tournament... That's called a league mm-hmm. that they're doing, and it's going to be... Anyway. <laughs> so the more uh, notable results are Germany beating Ukraine 3-1. to one. Right. Sorry, and then, Lawrence. Uh, a rematch of Portugal and France, who are quickly becoming the most tedious match yeah. they played in Portugal. Um, there are some bright points to that match. Um, France wins 1-0. to um, France... France attacked much better than Portugal. Yeah. Portugal was fortunate that a few goals didn't go in from Martial. Um, they they had a nice little um, set piece uh, free kick in the first half. Um, I don't even know how to describe it. Like they they faked a shot, chipped it over the defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, Varane heads it backwards. Rabiot scissor kicks it, and Martial tries to finish it with the header, hits All the right. bar. You know. That, that was a nice little sequence there. But they were developing attack a lot better. Uh, but Portugal was getting them on little counters and stuff. Ronaldo missed a couple of shots that mm-hmm. could have easily gone in. And um, um, the one thing that that's weird about Portugal is uh, Bruno doesn't really... He's not as much of a factor for the national team mm-hmm. as as he is uh, with United. Yeah. He's more... He's like... He's... 
carrying at United, I feel like. Yeah. He's the guy there. And yeah, and at, at Portugal, and at you Port- got Bernardo. Port- Portugal suffers from this thing where they have a ton of individual talent. Mm-hmm. But then, like, especially in the attack. The attack is, there's no problem. But there's something in the midfield that's not, I don't know, not quite gelling there. Bernardo doesn't really, he kind of slips through the cracks too. Yeah. I mean, he's one of those players who's so good that he suffers from having a lack of position. Like, coaches will throw him anywhere, really, because he's that good. But there's matches where he will get lost in that. Yeah. He can easily play as a winger at times, but he can also lie a little bit more centrally play and ten, defensive. Play. Yeah. Um, um, but, you know, when you see him on the ball, though, you, you notice him. I, I, love yeah. the, I love the way he handles the ball. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, and the, the, the midfield, I think, for, for uh, Portugal is lacking. They have a good defense. They have a pretty good defense um, with Fonte, who's... I think starting to age a bit. Mm-hmm. Ruben Diaz. Um, is it? Uh, oh, William Carvalho. Carvalho. Uh, I like him. He's a really know, solid they, player. They have a they have a pretty good team, but uh, France was was better, and I'm surprised that it was only one zero. And uh, Portugal also should have got a couple of goals in from Ronaldo, Joao Felix. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. I just hope they never play again, cause they're they're too, they're they're, they're a little too cagey. <laughs> they're, and, yeah, and they're both like just so worried about conceding that that's mm-hmm. what they focus on. Yeah, the most. and uh, Portugal needs a new manager. Yeah, um, I, I forget the guy's name, but he's kind of oh, older. And yeah, he looks oh, outdated. Yeah, Santos. Santos. Yeah, um, but you know, France wins and they move on. Uh, Sweden beats Croatia. Sweden is one of those teams that just. They're a chore to watch. Just but hoof it up and hope for the best. Yeah. They have a few decent players, but... There was a rumor that Slatan's coming back, right? I, I don't believe that. I think if he's missed this much time already, I don't think he's coming back. But he'd still easily be their best player. Yeah, for sure, but... Um, he's worth ethic. For him. Uh, well, and I know this because... You have, have people some, on the inside. Yeah. I, I know people who actually really support Sweden, and they, they kind of hate Slatan. Uh, they hate the president. He said he. They hate the fact that he's cocky. They hate the fact that he doesn't feel like he needs to work as hard as everybody else. And he and and like this is from the Swedish press and the FA. They don't want to be associated with that when they have a bunch of players who work hard to get there, which is kind of bogus because Slatan is a generational talent, probably one of the best or and one of the most talented strikers and one of seen. the most physical players in the world. Yeah, he's, but, he obviously takes care of himself. So yeah. to say that he doesn't work hard is. No, sounds I know. Like, it's that, like bullshit. And, and also, also, it's uh, his his demeanor and the way he acts towards the other players. I, so. I feel well, yeah, because he's better than them. Yeah, like by far. Alexander Isak would like a word, the Sociedad striker, but I don't know. Maybe no, but I, I mean, I, I think if they would be a much better team with him on there, but there, there's there had to be something there. He's not, he's not a leader for them. No, he's, I guess that's, let's be honest, that's he's a dick, bro. Like he's a dick, like great player and all, but. He's kind of like Ronaldo in the moment where you fuck up a pass. He's going to scowl at you. He's going to probably cuss at you. And and not everybody can deal with he's that. He's like Kobe elbowing uh, Sasha Vujicic. Yeah, yeah, Kobe. Kobe comes to mind. Uh, rest in peace. Somebody like that. Michael Jordan as well, who was a complete dick to his teammates as well. Uh, but some people can take it. Some people can't. And, uh, yeah, the, sweet, the Swedes hate him for some reason. Also because he's not fully Swedish, to be fair. That's I, I was about to say that they, they don't feel like he's 
yeah. actually Swedish. Well, there's no... Ibrahimovic isn't a Swedish name, like, just yeah. off the rip, you know? Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of fucked up, but, hey. Yeah. They're going to suffer but, from uh, that. But Forsberg. Right. They'll take him, right? Yeah. Oh. Uh, internet. Oh, and then Switzerland ties with Spain. One to one. Right. This was kind of a, a catfish result for Spain. They could have easily lost, and they really they only scored because. Oh, well, I shouldn't say they only scored, but they scored once one of the players from Switzerland was sent off. So yeah. make, make what you will of that. Yeah, uh, Spain had an interesting break. Yeah, they they did they did uh, have the last laugh, but we'll get into that. We'll later. get into that in a bit. Oh well, I guess it's worth mentioning the Mexico result that day too. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, against yeah, we, we can get into that a little bit. Um, I will say it was interesting that that Japan struggled to beat Panama the the day previous to this. So I mean, and the fact that the but US Japan won, Japan won one nil, mm. but because of a Panama red card, not because of it, but that surely helped. And but if the US the US beat them six two, then does that mean that the US is not better camp- than Japan? Yeah. And then okay. maybe better than nah, it can't be right. Nah. Well, Mexico got two wins, so does that mean nah. well, you have to throw in that? that but who, but who was the competition though? That's the thing. Korea is better than uh, than Wales. That's uh, a close mm. one, right? They do. I will say Korea has a better individual in Sun, but but let, let's talk about the Mexico game. Let's talk about the Mexico game, South Korea, because I did watch this one with a close eye. I didn't get to watch this one, but um, solid result. Solid result. Uh, three two. Could have could have been easily a tie. Mm-hmm. Could have easily been Mexico six two. Five six two. Mexico missed a few sitters. Decatito playing with his food. Yeah. Um yeah. uh Chucky hitting the crossbar like twice. Jimenez, you know, just hitting it wide a few times, very close. So it could have been a lot much higher scoring game. Um Mexico for a few minutes in the beginning looked okay. Then few players were obviously not belonging. Uh, Cordoba, uh, Chaka, Chaka Rodriguez. El Chaka. And then most notably, the defense is so shaky. Even with Edson Alvarez, who fair enough played okay. But... Um, Mr. Araujo? Yeah, Araujo. Well, he came in in the second half. Oh, okay. And that's when things started to stabilize. Um, but Korea was, was uh, heavily... Reliant on the counter, as they would be uh, with Son, who Son was sort of shut down, but he was man marked by two players. Right. Um, but he did. He led to the first goal, the opening goal of the match. Mexico went down one to zero after bottling two or three chances, and um, the trident, the Chucky Lozano, Tecatito, and Raúl Jiménez uh, attack was looking pretty good, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the midfield was was lacking again with Cordoba, and then um, I'm trying to f- I'm trying to remember who's on the left. I can't quite remember. Yeah, there's a lot of new players in that midfield now. Yeah, and then on the right, uh, this guy uh, Chaka uh, Chaka Rodriguez, who in Chaka, he was smothering a lot of he was taking a lot of spaces that Tecatito was com- is comfortable in. So there there wasn't really that chemistry going on there. In the second half, as soon as as soon as the game started, they subbed in. They they took out Cordoba, put in Orbelin Pineda, mm. and then um, shit. I'm trying to remember who who came in for um, for Chaka, but the game totally turned around. Oh, uh, Uriel Antuna came in yeah, and the Galaxy product. 
Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Plays for Chivas, right? Yeah, I could have played for the U.S. too, but well, um, you know, he, he we'll see. Antuna, really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't know. Ah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's a he's a player. I'll tell you what. Yeah, he's good. Um, so they said all oh, they they uh, Sanchez came in. I'm not really familiar with him, and then. Uh, you know the game was different after Orbelin came in because that dude Cordoba, I was I was gonna start praising him after the ten minutes because he was running the the midfield pretty well, mm-hmm. and then after that he was lost. He was just running like a like a like chicken. a headless chicken. Yeah, and uh, that was frustrating. But then, mm-hmm. um, you know, things stabilized and Mexico scored three goals in about three minutes, straight up. Yeah, looking, looking like the team that they should have been. Especially in the attack, every shot was going in. That's crazy, huh? Yeah, it was. It was nice to watch. I, like I, w- I looked down and then goal. <laughs> so I only, I only watched two of them. Uh, but you know, uh, solid performance. Wish we would have scored more. There are some things to work out in the midfield and, and in the defense. Hector yeah. Moreno, man, he went to Qatar and, and now he's, he's lost a little bit of a step and, you know. But his bank accounts, right? I'm sure. But yeah. uh, he needs to go back to Europe and, and fight for a spot because if Mexico is going to be competing in the Gold Cup and maybe the Copa America and then the World Cup, he needs to show something else. Come to Besiktas. Um, and then Rolofo Pizarro made a pretty good appearance. So, I guess. That's why Inter Miami won without his. Yeah, I mean, he's a good player, man. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you, what you don't see, but he's He's, he's okay, he's man. Top. He, he's proven. Yeah, he's he was MLS the reason uh, Chivas got the double. What are you talking about? He's MLS level. That's what he is. He's going to Europe. Is he? Yeah. Oh, he he plays like Jack Grealish. Ah oh, no. Maybe not on that level. Not on that yet. Level, but he, but he's he like played. the general value Jack Grealish. Like he's got some nice hair, and he probably has a pull too. But he's a good player, man. I, I don't know uh, if he can I, lace Gio Reyna's boots, but that's that's a different. Oh, well, Gio Reyna. Ah, silver spoon. <laughs> Low key, I was telling my dad that uh, he was pretty. He's pretty fortunate to have the dad he has and all that. Um, yeah, the Argentina region. Whoa, yeah. He was a good player. Former city. Come on, City. Claudio really? Green. Yeah, Claudio. Oh, well, Green. when City was a championship team. Ah, all right. That's her bad. <laughs> Moving on from that. Um, yeah, Mexico's good, man. Uh, Tata Martino is is getting pretty good results. For Mexico, yeah, he's, he, you know, they're 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 nice and all. They look nice. So so okay. Uh, before we even talk about the second games, of yeah, U.S. and Mexico. Right now, who wins? Uh, I, I I'm gonna go with the same answer I gave you last week. I still have the U.S. winning. Yeah, but it, it's it's close though. It's close. Yeah. It's not like a spanking. It's not a dos a cero yet. But, <laughs> uh, once we get more chemistry, yeah. But I think. Um, it's it's really up for grabs. I I can't. It's hard to pick either. But I'm gonna go with the team I go for, and I think we have uh, maybe a more upside with the young players we have going forward. Sure. But I think you guys with the established players you guys have, you guys have a better established like base of players that are over 26, 27, that are solid. Raul Jimenez being the the major one for me. But uh, I think uh, the the big difference between the U.S. now and who they were back then. Is that they actually play the ball with with good tenacity, left to right, front front and back. Back then it was just get it to, to Jeff Cameron or 
or uh, you know Chirundolo and hoof it up and hope that Kobe Jones or Donovan or Dempsey gets on the back of it. It's not yeah. the case anymore. Run, run it, run it on the wing, square it, and hope that someone's in there. Yeah, my only worry for the U.S. is the same worry that Mexico should have is defensively. It's still up in the air, and I think if both teams are, are creating chances, it's just yeah. about who finishes. And Mexico does have the betting better finisher at the moment. But in terms of creativity, I really like what the U.S. offers. So it's like there's there's pros and cons on both sides. Yeah. It makes it a tough a tough battle, man. Oh, I'll tell you well, that. Well, Acha Acha didn't play. Oh, well, well and, to be fair, Pulikov didn't play. Well, well, I'm, uh, in terms of the midfield and oh, creation, mid-mid. yeah, and Acha Acha I think is better than any option that you guys have. Weston McKinney, yeah, who's, at, who's at Juve? Yeah, he's better than Weston McKinney. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about uh, that, buddy. Acha Acha, who's at Atletico? But he he's a he's a fringe player at Atletico. Oh, he's on and off, on and off. But given that they have Saul and uh, Coque, yeah, I mean you can make a case. Yeah, he's more established and he has more years playing in Europe at a top level. So I'll give him that. But going forward, I think it's it's a tough for grabs, really, man. Um, that that whole uh, midfield contingency is will probably decide who wins either or a match between these two teams. Tr- truthfully, and, yeah, uh, I don't know. I think we, you know, the most impressive part is that the the and now that we added Yunus uh, Musa from Valencia, it, it just makes it a tough ask for any midfield against sure. us. Yeah, because we have the defensive assets, but also a, you know, a playmaking uh, a factor that we didn't have before. So yeah, uh, but I know I'm sure you'll take Mexico. I'll take the U.S. It's a tight game by by a, oh, by we'll, a sliver. You know, uh, when we when it comes, man, we're watching it. Well, yeah. No Let's hope not. it's at the Coliseum and, and fans are allowed again. Sheesh. Yeah. yeah. But that would be a, a nice uh, throw. Uh, uh, someone's going to get slid. Oh, man. Uh, I'm probably, if it becomes a, one of those things where it's 2 0 by the 80th, I'm going to be like the Barca fan that takes off his Messi shirt and I'm going to be holding the police yeah, you know shirt. You know that guy was Salvadoran, too. Yeah. You know I'm that guy like, was Salvi. <laughs> uh, and then somebody's going to take it and I'm going to get slid, but get they're off. not going to hit me, though. Nah, but got yeah, bobbing and weaving. it's gonna be a good one, man. All I right. can't wait for it to happen. Yeah. yeah. All right. So moving on. Uh, notable results from the Nations League on Sunday. Um, Netherlands beats beats uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina. Bosnia. Oh, I, I, you know the last game that Germany beat Ukraine. I just want to highlight Timo Werner brace. What a player against isn't Ukraine. He? Good job. Uh, good job against Ukraine. <laughs> Right yeah. No, but uh, we'll you know, Genie Watt with Naldum getting a, a sprays in this match. That's nice. And he did the little, uh, the little rascals. Gobble, gobble. Uh, yeah, yeah, little rascals. Your buddy's uh, still out, buddy. You can do all that you want. He's still gonna be out. Uh, sorry about that. I'm sorry. Sorry, mate. <laughs> He's on holiday. The big game was a uh, Belgium versus England. That was a good match. Yep. Uh, goals by. Uh, I know that uh, Yuri Telemans got a goal from Leicester. Dude, got he's, he's really good. Yeah, 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 he's good. He's a good six. He was one of those players in FIFA 2014 that if you signed him in career mode, he was destined to be like an 88 overall at some point. He's looking like that player now. And uh, I think three years in England has done him wonders. Because mm-hmm. uh, when he first joined uh, um, uh, Leicester from Anderlecht, which is the club he came from, um, he was frail, and now he knows how to how to deal with pressure. And, and you know, it's kind of hard to go wrong when you play next to players like De Bruyne and, and Witzel, who who offer good backup in the back. Um, and yeah, the, this the scoreline is kind of fooling people. I like Axel Witzel. Yeah, uh, I mean, what's not to like? The guy's got a perfect throw. 
He's he's what um, Marwan Fellaini was supposed to be. Was, was if he was good. Uh, but Fellaini, he was good in his own way. And I, I don't even know where he's at these days. What happened? Probably in China or something. Oof. Yeah, probably. But, you know, he's getting paid. Uh, oh, yeah. But, yeah, uh, I, I thought the, the goal that Mertens, and we discussed this, like, it was interesting that he took the free kick mm-hmm. um, yeah. over De Bruyne. But Do you think that was a foul? Yeah, I, I thought that the reason why he made it was because De Bruyne didn't strike it. I think um, everybody was expecting Dries Mertens to take a fake shot. So Pickford reacted super late, and it, it was in the back of the net. Mertens knows how to hit him. It's just people are like De Bruyne, you know, De Bruyne. De Bruyne scores free kicks every year, every every half season. Like he's it's gonna. Been, have. It's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah, actually, yeah, we haven't had too many set pieces, but you know, and it's interesting you mentioned that because last time it was Gundogan who scored a free kick, and I don't even know if De Bruyne was on the pitch, but. Yeah, overall, England created chances. They couldn't finish. Um, I thought Jack Grealish was my favorite player of the match. That flick he had over uh, Munir, fuck, you know, just um, class. Yeah, it's a game of halves, and uh, Belgium had a really good first half. Lukaku with good hold-up play. What De Bruyne with uh, uh, audacious passes. Uh, good runs from Belgium, and England looking like they were out of their depth for a bit. But the second half, they turned it around, and and Belgium were, were fortunate not to concede. Yeah. Belgium, uh, England looked really good. Grealish was man of the match, I think. Yeah, he did get man of the match, which it's tough. You know, it's tough to get that when you lose 2-0, but he was that good. He yeah. was like the, the bright spot for England that day. Yeah. Um, Harry Kane also was one of the... Was one of all the factors in terms of going forward. Yeah, I I, I was watching it and I remember laughing uh, at the second half because uh, Jordan Anderson didn't really show up, right? But like Southgate puts in Harry Winks as if like that's his, you know, trump card. Right. But somehow that made sense in a way because <laughs> the, the the game turned around and I don't know if it was up to Winks, but I'm like what. I'll say Winks is a is a better defensive midfielder than than Henderson, and I think he would have a more valuable purpose starting over Henderson. So to give more freedom to Grealish and Foden, if he plays, or even Mount, who wasn't bad, um, wasn't great either, but you know he's so. Uh, I don't know, man. I just feel like you're not giving him Trippier. Trippier had a good game too. Trips, yeah. Um, Trippier and Walker getting in each other's way. It's, I don't know why Gareth Southgate started both of them, but it's a weird chemistry that they have because they both have the same purpose. Yeah, get get forward and run a lot. Be a hard yeah hard nose on defense, yeah, which exactly. he's good at. You know, um, Chilwell I think got injured. Yeah, oh I did I do remember that. And then uh, who came on for him? Uh, Chilwell uh, for Chilwell. Oh Saka uh, Saka. Yeah, and who, he's he's the future. I think this is a good chance he, for him. He's to, part of the future. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and uh, he's been playing good for Arsenal. And uh, you know there there is a reason why he's getting called up. Yeah. No shade to anybody else. And then you know, Calvert Lewin came on late. Uh, so nothing really happened. Belgium got the clean sheet, and uh, you know they move off. Uh, next up uh, for uh, Nations League on Sunday. Let's see here. Italy versus... No, well, one thing I wanted to highlight was uh, Serbia playing against Hungary in the <laughs> Puskas, or Arena Puskas uh, 
legend of the game, by the way. Right, right. Luka Jovic gets a goal, man. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Italy beats Poland 2-0. to zero. Mm. And international friendlies. Huh, look at this. Guatemala beats Honduras 2-1. Two to, two to yeah, yeah, that was a, a shock result, but Honduras is so bad right now. So bad. I mean, they were from the Central American teams with the exception of Costa Rica. They, for the better half or the better part of a decade, I should say, they were the best team. Um, like I said, with the exception of Costa Rica, but they've dropped off. I don't know who, who's going to take over yeah, that spot. Remember Pavon? Pavon, Carlos Cosli. Cosli. Yeah, he had the uh, fucking long hair. Yeah. Um, they, they've had good players over the years, but mm-hmm. they, they lost that generation of, of, of solid players, so. I just don't yeah, see those countries. Same. I don't know. They don't. They don't develop talent for some reason. <laughs> well, there's 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 a lot of reasons for it. Um, yeah. Lack of access to you know mm-hmm. to uh, just just proper uh, football and you know all the stuff you could learn the facilities the nutrients. It's sad, but you know the best players that actually pr- progress from those nations are the ones that move to the U.S. or go elsewhere. They're not gonna in, in Honduras or, or El Salvador or Nicaragua. Nah, man. There's no future there. Yeah, of course Too much not. corruption. Yeah. Uh, so on Monday, there was more friendlies. Uh, Mexico, I'm sorry, U.S. versus Panama. Mm-hmm. Let's hear your thoughts, man. Six to two. Yeah, it could have been easily been eight, nine. Truthfully, not even capping. Um, but, um, you know, it was scary at first because the U.S. conceded first. And I was kind of pissed. Oh yeah, I that's, was kind of pissed. That's annoying. Yeah, I was kind of pissed because we had a clean, sh- you know, clean sheet so far. We lost it against a team. I don't consider. Right, I don't know if I said this the last episode because mm-hmm. there was a zero-zero game. I want to say it was like some Premier League game or Spain or something. I don't consider zero-zero a clean sheet. Oh okay. No one scored. Yeah, yeah, but like, say if it's the last, you know, the last game of the season, and all you need is a draw. A clean sheet is all you need, right? It, zero zero is all you need. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know if I consider it a clean sheet because you didn't win. Like you can't be proud that you got a. You didn't get scored on if you didn't score. I know, but in my but case, that's it's, my we, thought process. We didn't that. get scored on, but we created more chances to score. Um, you know that was. But just, you didn't score. But we didn't get scored on. But yeah, I, there's games where you like you didn't deserve to lose that you lost. Mm-hmm. But when you say that you didn't score, you didn't. Des- you deserve to score. And you didn't allow any. Uh, I don't know. Maybe a, maybe I'm like overthinking it. Yeah. But I don't really consider it a clean sheet. Mm. I mean, by the by the textbook definition, the it is. FIFA. But I, I know what by you're definition, saying. zero goals conceded is a clean sheet. Yeah. And, and in Wales, could say the same thing. Oh, we have zero goals. Like we we can we, we, can, got, a we got a clean sheet. Yeah. So yeah. when both teams are claiming a clean sheet, mm-hmm. like what's there to say? No, there's not. But you know, there's clean sheets where both both defenses step up and are the reason for a clean sheet or a goalkeeper in some cases. I think that's it's just more of a defensive pride, like having oh my defense is the shit. Uh, but I mean, I I wasn't too proud of it. We deserved to win, so that's why I was okay with it. Or not deserved, but created more. Yeah. So. All right. Um, so then moving on to the Panama game. Yeah, the Panama game. No, it was standard. Uh, we we got scored on first, and then. After that, it's just the floodgates open. Gio Reyna scored a, a sweet free kick from just outside the box. Um, and from there, it's just it, it became easy money. Giaochini, who who's playing in France, um, it, who's kind of the dark horse for this team, he got the start and got two goals. Um, they were easy goals, almost tap-ins, but created by great wing play from, you know, Munis, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Eunice getting into certain spots and then Gio Reyna as well. 
Um, and then after that, you know, my, my favorite player of the game, even though he didn't get man of the match, was uh, Sebastian Soto, who got his debut and he got his brace. And Richie Ledesma assisted both of his goals. He also came on as a sub. He's playing at PSV at the moment. Man, that kid is, is a factor. Like, I, I'm a big fan of both of those players. And, um, yeah, like I said, we we won 6-2, but we could have easily scored more. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, just happy with the result. But, um, you know, it's just a friendly, and I think it's something they could grow on for sure. Yeah. Gilles looks good, man. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, there uh, are. How, how do you say no cap? No cap. And Weston <laughs> McKinney uh, was also another one of my favorite players in this game. He was Should've lucky not to be sent off because he did go in hard on Gabriel, uh, one of the Panama strikers. Uh, but, man, this this guy fights every ball, and that's all you can ask because I'm so used to players just ball-watching at times. Michael Bradley's not going in for those kind of challenges and running the length of the pitch box-to-box. Box. Reminds me a lot of Jermaine Jones, actually. Uh, we'll see. A better Jermaine Jones. Better Jermaine Jones. Yeah, there's a reason why. I never why... really cared for that guy. Oh, for the, that kind of style of play? or for No, for Jermaine Jones. Oh, for Jermaine Jones. He had that awesome goal against Portugal. That was like my, my favorite memory of him. Yeah, long-range shot. Uh, to get a draw against them. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, not a bad match at all. And I can't wait for Pulisic to be back because um, if he's in that lineup, I think we only become so much better because that's what we were missing. You uh, mean pull a, a winger. To, what, sorry? You mean pull a hammy? Oh, pull a hammy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, sucks that you can't fucking stay healthy. But uh, another bright spot was Timo Weah who came on in the second half. He's our kind of like our best hope outside of Pulisic if we're talking about a true out-and-out winger. And, yeah, man, I thought it was interesting. Also, Conrad De La Fuente didn't have the best exhibition for the U.S., so I think he's kind of getting exposed now. Like, people were just high on him because he was at Barca, and I was like, he's cool, but um, there's better players. And There yeah. definitely is. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's just got that flashy hair. Yeah, but, <laughs> no, that's that's pretty much all I have on the on the U.S. I mean, of course, like I said, happy with the result. Something it's a good on. result. Six to two is nothing yeah. to be upset about. No. And let's let's keep in mind, Panama made a Japan have some trouble, you know. And uh, Japan beat them. Yeah, Japan beat them one nil after they. they Japan got, got a, a clean play. sheet. They did get a clean sheet. Yeah, that is good. But we we scored six times the goals they did. So, what's that worth? And right? They conceded. That is true. Zero. <laughs> yeah. Were we just talking about that? Yeah, but it's just it's funny to me how Mexico. Mexico uh, struggled to score until the second half against Japan. In fact, was even outplayed, but, but, but we'll, we'll papa, talk about that papa, in a little. We got a clean sheet. Ah, you guys did. I'll give you that. Not against South Korea, though, who I think Japan is better, by the way. But uh, that's neither here nor there. True. That's a, that's, that's, a fair, that's a fair thing to say. The clean sheet thing is just, it's the only, it's like a silver lining for it's, me. Uh, I don't think a clean sheet means much in football. Truly. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. It's a circumstantial thing. It's a prideful thing for center backs, though. It, it is. It, it, it's a bragging, right? Like, oh, we conceded zero goals. We conceded zero goals against Japan. I mean, yeah, against Japan, which... But, you know, that first half against Japan, man. Yeah. All right, we'll get into that. Yeah. We'll get into that in a couple seconds. Um, but we'll run through the Nations League. Uh, Croatia loses to Portugal. Portugal gets two goals from Ruben Diaz, your guy. City, oh, yeah. Uh, Croatia had ten guys, <laughs> right? Um, and that's exactly when Portugal starts scoring as soon as one gets off. Mateo Kovacic had two goals. 
Um, Joao Felix, you know, player of the year so far. Mm-hmm. Is that fair to say? Harry Kane would like a word. There you go, yeah. Harry uh, Kane <laughs> and Son. Oh, 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 oh. Let's be honest. Son's Son. good. Son's good. Son's good. I like Son's him. up there. Jack Grealish is up there. I'm trying to think of other players that might be in that level right now. Mm, I mean, Killian Mbappe always has a shout, but it's kind of hard to take them ah, seriously. Yeah, you know? it's hard. Well, come, come to Madrid. Come, we'll, we'll, Atleti. Ah, we'll, nah, imagine. Nah, he'd never go to Atleti. What the fuck, man? <laughs> anyway, nobody takes him serious. Uh, France beats Sweden four to two. France, yeah. Olivier Giroud trying his hardest to stay, to stay on that team. Nice goal, by the way, though. He's a. Uh, <laughs> he's Francis Lucas Vasquez, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Except he's probably taking most chicks. I can't say that for You remember that, that commercial? Uh, Don't yeah. take me because I'm gorgeous. <laughs> Fucking Dude, ass. Dude's man. probably pulling it. He's probably pulling it. Yeah, he's pulling right. it from long range. You know? Yeah. Was it him that... Ah, never mind. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Uh, we'll talk about it off the. He, he made a he made a comment after some uh, adult adultery. He apologized to the fans as if we give a shit. Yeah, he apologized to the fans, to the club, nah, to his wife. Nah, 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 nah. Giroud, man, four to two against Sweden. And then the next result is the biggest one of the whole break. Hostia, vamos España. Carajo, carajo, vamos, madre. Farrán, dale que sos vos, tío. <laughs> the Spain. first, the youngest player to ever score a hat trick against in a competitive match for Spain. What a player! Are we considering Nations League a competitive match? I mean, I guess, right? You know, technically, I guess, yeah. You know. By the letter of the law, and let's let's just call it what it is. Ferran Torres, twenty mil. Okay. Shit. Arrest City for robbery because, damn, that's a fucking bargain, my boy. Yeah. Not not to dwell too much on Ferrando. He had an amazing match. He had one goal where I was like, oh, okay, that's just fucking class. The other two are more circ- circumstantial. Yeah. I feel like the players around him played well. Mm-hmm. Um, Morata, I have to say, you know, he gets a lot of slack. He wasn't offside so much this, this whole week, which is great. But he, he's actually a pretty solid uh, hold-up striker, similar to what Lukaku provides for Belgium, mm-hmm. where he'll have yeah. his back to goal and just give the, the fancy flicks to sure. move forward. Um, Oyarzabal scored as well. Uh, the Betis man, who I think currently is leading the, the league in goal, scored too. Sociedad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Sociedad, sorry. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, you're right. Sociedad, I said Betis, right? Yeah. Tripping. Um, and then uh, Rodri scoring on a set piece. Finally, man. Fucking tall ass food, good for nah. Just kidding. <laughs> nah, he's a he's a solid player. I like him. He doesn't get a lot of, uh, of praise because he doesn't score often. But good goal for him. And uh, Germany, man, fuck Six that must zero. hurt. That must hurt, bro. Because Alvaro you know they're better than Werner. Yeah, yeah. Well, to be fair, Werner scored more more goals this whole international break than Morata. But how many? You know what? <clears throat> I'm gonna go on a limb here. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. You know, I'm gonna say it again. No, I haven't said this before, but Morata is better than Werner. Uh, is is Lukaku better than Werner? That's a that's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. But he is. But Morata, but both. Damn, the Madrid reject, huh? The Madrid reject. Well, not f- both Madrids reject. <laughs> yeah, for real. Fuck, this has been rejected by every team. Chelsea, fucking Juve. 
Well, well he's back Juve, at Juve. Man. Juve took him back. Yeah, that's good, man. Um, but yeah, uh, man, that's like your ex taking you back after you. They think you've cleaned your act up, huh? And you've like, you've smashed all the all the friends too. You've been all around, and it's been well documented. But she still takes you back. That's great. Uh, hats good off for to her. Good uh, for her. We need those. We good need for those her. <laughs> good. And it's funny because Juve is called the old lady, so oh, it just all it just all ties in, right? Yeah, but um. Uh, it's six to zero, man. We, we, well, we can't just move on from that. Oh no, I, I, I just don't want to piss off the. Is Germans. this the is this the end for Joaquin Lowe? Mm, I don't know, man. This has been with them for so long that I, I struggle to think a Nations League um, mishap will take him off of his uh, throne. If a World Cup disappointment doesn't get him fired, right? Does a Nations League does a six nil get him fired? Sacked as 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 we say in the football world. It's just that he did bring them a World Cup as well, and maybe that was more circumstantial because of the players he had in their prime: Cruz, Godse, Muller, um, Royce, even Philip Lom. Philip Lom. Uh, I don't think Royce made it. Royce wasn't there. He was. He's kind of like Aguero. He's per- injured half per- the time. Peripheral. Yeah, but he. You know, on his day, he was probably one of Germany's best wingers. And even Shirley at the time, even though he was also a Fulham player in between all that time, um, it might be the end. I'm honestly not a fan of him or or the Federation, so I'm I'm enjoying it, the the, the dumpster fire that's happening there. But we'll see. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to think about Germany as as losing six to zero. They're usually Germany. Not only as a team, but as a uh, in terms of the club level, are used to handing out L's like crazy. Now they took one, and uh, you know maybe it's maybe it's it, maybe it's a wake up call. Yeah, you're not unbeatable, fuckers. Yeah, no, not at all, man. I I've they're they have always had a certain style of playing and certain arrogance to them. It just feels so good to see them lose. Das das machine das machine. Das. Yeah. No, it's all good, man. Listen, uh, they'll be back. <laughs> they got enough talent. Havertz might be the savior, but he has yet to I show know, us we're, that. We're talking about, uh, we're forgetting Sané and Nabry. Ah, uh, Sané. Nah, man. But th- this is another thing is uh, Joaquim Lowe is, he's refusing to call up uh, a Mueller, mm-hmm. uh, Mats Hummels, and uh, Boateng. Maybe that's the glue holding the team together. You need, you do need some leadership and some veterans, yeah. And uh, you know, Cruz as as good as he is, he's not the same player. The last game, the the last win that Madrid had, um, he really showed it against Barcelona. But he's not a leader. He's not vocal. He just shows by example. And maybe it's time for him to bow out from the world from the national team. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a fantastic player, though, so maybe they want to hold on to him. But you, you do need that leadership of Mueller, who's very vocal. Yeah. They Almost. are kind of lacking that, though, like just a strong, like a talented midfielder who can con- conduct in, yeah. in their end. And uh, they have Shule, who's a unit. But <laughs> you still need the guidance of Hummels and Boateng. Uh, uh, Joshua Kimmich. Oh, he's nice. Another player. So... But other than that, I don't know. They, you know, um, well, Goretzka. So they have a good team. But they, I think it comes down to the manager. 
Yeah, maybe his tactics are kind of outdated too. You know, he, time he, for Joaquim Lota. He did get them the World Cup like two cycles ago, but he's kind of been living off the strength of that. Yeah, the, and uh, they they've did they've disappointed since then. They didn't do anything in the Euros. Did they go to the semifinal? I think semifinal, and I think they lost to France or Croatia. Mm-hmm. One of those two. Been France. They absolutely bottled it in the World Cup. Yeah. That was a tough group, but still, they should have made it. Yeah. So it's a tough one. It's a tough one for Germany right now, and they really have to consider what they want to do with Joaquim Lowe. Okay, moving on. More World Cup qualifying from Conmebol. Ecuador beats Colombia 6-1. to one. Yeah, that's a prideful one, too. That's a, that's a tough one. That's a rivalry. Venezuela beats Chile 2-1. to one. Paraguay ties with Bolivia 2-2. Two two. Uruguay loses to Brazil. Two to zero, and Argentina beats Peru two to zero. Right, that's a tough. That, that was a tough weekend for uh, Peru. Yeah, it is. I mean, but Peru, like, they've had moments where they've had decent players, but let's, they, they've never been a powerhouse in in South America. They, they haven't been, but they've been managed really well, and there there's a certain amount of talent that they've had that's given them that they that's put them on the cusp of. Good enough. They they do play as a unit too, and and it, and it surely good. means a lot to them when they play. They, man, they had the most unfortunate World Cup, <laughs> and um, I I feel like they have a really good keeper in Gaiese. Yeah, good good keeper, but uh, the uh, the midfield is getting older, uh, and obviously their their talisman the attack is, is in Guerrero. Yeah, Guerrero. He's, he's, man. he's getting older. So. When he's not taking PEDs, he's a player. I'll tell you what. Nah, <laughs> just kidding. He's a yeah. He's a, he's he solid. did well in Germany. Yeah. And then you know you, you know the, the legend of Claudio Pizarro. Mm, that's um, right. Farfan too. Farfan, day was, was, Farfan a, was good. Man, they they had you know they've had good players in the last few years. And again, their their uh, management was really good. Um, Advincula. Fucking unit of a player, <laughs> Cristian Cueva. Oh, Cuevas, yeah. Get, getting getting up there in age, um, you know they're they're just Carrillo, good winger, That's right. man. I forgot about him. Dude's a beast. I forgot where he played too. Like he, there was a he was playing in like Germany, I think. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, Guerrero didn't even get a call up. Yeah, I don't think he gets called up anymore. Just same just with Farfan. Man. I don't think Farf- does Farfan get called up. No, I doubt he's not it. On yeah. there. They have a, a whole new unit now. It's yeah. So so the old team has been replaced. But uh, you know Peru, they they just have tough luck, man. That's yeah. That's all it is. All right. So moving on. Um, international friendlies. The only one that was really able to speak of is Mexico beating Japan two to zero. Goals from uh, Raúl Jiménez and uh, Chucky Lozano. Chucky Lozano, man, uh, Japan bringing all the heat in the first 30, 40 minutes, and then wear themselves out, man. Uh, sometimes, like in boxing, you just gotta take the punches and wait for that counter. Yeah, and uh, that's what Mexico did. Uh, I think you mentioned this uh, earlier. Is they're able to. To not only counter, but they're able to generate their own attack. Yeah, and we showed that with with South Korea mm-hmm. and Japan, who have I don't know if you can say they have similar similar styles, but Japan and Korea, South Korea are known for speed. 
speed and Counters, just good touch, you know, and, and you know, quick touching. So the fact that we can that we can g- score from different sort of styles is is a plus for us. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, I, honestly, man, that that first half like it's just what what uh, Japan are missing. They they don't have somebody who to finish the chances, but they created so much. And Ochoa had a lot of great saves in the first half, and they weren't able to take advantage of their chances in Mexico uh, in the second half. You know punish them for that and i think that's a that's a good trait to have when when you can't dominate the ball just waiting for your chance and that's actually how jimenez plays at wolves for the most part especially when they play opposite a uh, big opposition they, they they counter and that's what they're known for and uh, you know he got his goal it was kind of a, a, off of a broken play but the strike in itself was good oh it was a nice it was a nice strike yeah it was like a little toe poke but with like a little bit more uh, fizz on it i guess and um, you know, Losando picking up his goal too, and after that it was a done deal. You know, uh, Japan missed out on their chances, and despite you know, I felt like the, they created uh, you know more accurate chances, more efficient chances. I think Mexico deservedly won, um, and yeah, Mexico's a better team. I mean, let's be let's be honest. Yeah, it is. Um, they, they are. They are. It's worrying though that the defense is so shaky. Yeah, they're not that hard to break down. Yeah, they're 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 not. So when you have Pulisic running at you, running every which way Mm -hmm. with his crazy legs, and then you know Dest also overlaps too. Desto does the overlap. He's you know you've got your little bootleg Dani Alves Messi connection there. Yeah, yeah. So I'd say maybe even better. Nah, just kidding. Ah. He I'm just, looking at the imaginary camera. Yeah. Like, this guy just said that shit. Nah, like, you know, it's, it's a tough one. It's a tough one for, for Mexico because the, the defense is so shaky. And maybe because we don't have all our players, maybe they just don't have time. But I don't I don't remember Mexico having such a shaky defense. It's always been sort of a thing where we're confident in and uh, we take goals as they come. But I don't really remember ever being, like, bombed on. Now, well, you guys had Rafa Marquez in the past. And, Rafa uh, Marquez, eh, El Emperador, Claudio Suarez. Yeah. You know, there, there, there's been times where things are stable. So for it to be as shaky as it is now, I don't remember a time like that. But uh, moving on, Mexico gets a second win, which is really important. Gets a clean sheet. And uh, despite, you know, defensive bullshit. <laughs> No, you they, know, they, they move on, and uh, hopefully the next uh, international break is as uh, fortunate. Yeah, totally. Nations League today. Uh, I'm just looking through the results. Uh, Armenia finally gets a win. Get in. Belgium beats Denmark four to two. Beautiful goal by uh, De Bruyne. De Bruyne. Yuri Telemans actually gets another goal, and Romelu Lukaku gets two goals with a brace. Denmark uh, out. You tell me, and, though. Uh, hey. You like Lukaku? You Lukaku fan? You Lukaku sympathizer? Yeah. He's good. He's good. I've been a fan of his since Everton. Even Chelsea, but Everton was his best days, and then he went to uh, United and was just part of a toxic joint. team. And oh, okay. He was able to regain his form, and I'm, I'm happy for him. I mean, he's scoring so often for both club and country. I can, I can only stand. He benefits from a two-striker formation. 
he, he's a he's a hanger on versus a creator leader. Yeah, I mean he's there to do one job, and that's just be a thorn in, in the opposition side. And I think he does it better than most strikers in today's game. He's corpulent, turbulent. He'll shoulder you off, post up, leave it off for De Bruyne. De Bruyne. His best asset is being big. Congrats, your team. And he owns it. Damn it. He's, he's good, man. He's good. He, I forgot what the stats were, but you know, oh, he's he's doing the wank symbol. But here, let me let me let me uh, riddle you this, huh? Five goals in five Nation Leagues matches for Belgium. Seven goals in eight games for Inter. I don't know, man. You tell me. Um, when you're feeding off of De Bruyne. Telemans, Mertens. Mertens. And uh, what's the guy's name? Lautaro. La- Lautaro, yeah, that's right. Eric you're going to eat. Yeah, you're going to eat. Just like a Farmer John. Came to my house every morning with food. I'm gonna eat. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Farmer's so like, yeah. You know, just like if, uh, you know, I had a missus that that took care of me every morning before I went to work. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. get mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hear you. So like, Papi gonna eat. So uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, Lukaku is a beneficiary. He's not a creator. He's not. He's not gonna do things on his own. He needs. He needs somebody to to set the play for him. But. How many times do we shit on guys for bottling it? I mean, that's the whole mantra of this pod. Fine, fine. He's not a bottler. I'm sorry, mate. He's He's not a bottler, but he's a beneficiary. He's a parasite. He's he's a parasite. Sheesh. Nah, that's harsh. That's harsh. That's that's. He's not. He's not Mason Mount. Oh. He's not even Boss Rockley. Sheesh, Mason Mount. He's Lukaku. Big man like Lukaku. Yeah. Hey. I don't know. He's a beneficiary, and uh, I I don't. I struggle to rate him as a top player. Mm. I don't um, know. Anyway. Um, well, you know, truthfully, and it, I don't know if, if, if Belgium has another striking option, really, like a striker, out-and-out striker they can use. So that, that you have a valid point there. He's there because he's, I mean, who are you going to call up, Benteke? <laughs> Bacuay is hot and cold. Yeah, it's kind of kind of strange. You, you mean Tammy Abram? Oh. Dang. That's the same player, isn't it? Oh well, hey, uh, they might look the same, buddy, but they're. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> but that's uh, that's uh, murky waters there, huh? Oh man, <laughs> I turned it into that, didn't I? I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. I didn't, uh, that was a thing. But Belgium gets a good win, four to two. Another team gets a four goals in, which is England. Yes, sir. Mister Fodinho has himself a match. Right. Yeah, he should have honestly got mad Phil of the Fodinho. match. Um, Grealish got Off it. Two goals. Two goals and, and an assist as well. But Grealish, man. Uh, no, he's a player. I, I like him. I think I, I think he's just... Uh, he's, as you say, um, a factor. He's a factor, yeah, for sure. He's the biggest factor England got in the midfield. And But it, I, I don't want to overlook this Mason Mount scoring in the 24th. I mean... It was a good play. Yeah, good play. It was worked up. You good know, awareness. You, you know. know, just drawn to perfection and fed on a silver spoon as Mason Mount is used to. Sheesh. Hey, man. Piece of shit. I don't know. I got to give my respects oh, to him. You. But, um, yeah, Phil Foden, I loved his game and what he offered once he came on. Or actually he started, I should say. But 
Um, this was the first match he started for them, and he paid them back, you know, with some goals, and that's always nice to see, you know. Yeah, and uh, he he gives a post interview match saying, you know, blah blah blah. I'm glad. I'm happy. I'm supposed to. I'm I'm happy. I'm able to put in a good performance for the gaffer. Blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, jerk off motion. And it it, it, it kind of looked PR. like he didn't mean it, but it's PR. You know, he just got to say what he has to say. He's angry. I don't think Southgate's making it to the World Cup. These these results might fool people. Like you They'll know, fool people because he, it's kind of like that part. He's relying on individual talent. Yeah, because the team looks disjointed. They don't have an identity full there's full no, through and through there's yet. The, there's no identity. The game the game is played just strictly on players doing individual things for the better of the team. Yeah, I'm just wondering, like, do the managers at home, like Guardiola, watch these matches and like fuck, like. What the fuck is this guy thinking? Yeah, like, yeah, I think I so. Do? I think so. Yeah, of course. He, and you know, uh, Guardiola has his little, probably like little, a drawboard, a there. little drawboard on the side with his little magnets, some magnets and, and shit. And he's yeah. like, folding right here, in there, Mason yeah. Mount. Don't you're not even oh, on my team. Uh, Grealish on Grealish. Uh, Trippier, you do these runs. Oh, Gundogan, oh, I, I, he's not English. Fuck, fuck. God, uh, shit. Why didn't Germany call him? Uh, ah, shit. <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So, um. You know, four to zero, clean sheet. Iceland tricked everybody into thinking they were a legit team. They're not. They're yeah, they're very they're good. Very enough. not a good team. They play with character though. Oh 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 yeah, and then they do that clapping thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck them. They don't oh. deserve to be a top team. I was upset in the Euros. Um. Nothing else notable following that. Uh, Serbia beats Russia 5-0. Luka Jovic, <laughs> five, two goals. Yeah. You know, he got three goals in this in this break. Do we have his confidence back? I He's making so. all swole 11. Oh, yeah, that's right. He does. Yeah, he does. Probably. Over Lukaku. He's jacked, man. Have you seen those calves? No, no. He's ripped. Yeah, no doubt. Jacked. Yeah, but, you know. If we're going off performance, I might have to give it to Lukaku. The, just the goals and, and, all, and sure. all that. But, yeah, he's, he's up there. Also, Netherlands beat Poland. Depay got his brace and and Wijnaldum again scoring. He's looking good pretty one. good. Is this going to be a good time for Wijnaldum to maybe become a mainstay in that Liverpool lineup? Because they're missing well, a lot of players. he was there. For a good while, and he he's a good midfielder. No, he's good. Yeah, I'm saying like this might mean he's a sure and starter. Yeah, because there was rumors that he was leaving. Yeah, well, he's always Go been to Barcelona. Ah, oh, fuck that. That's just Coleman. You know, Coleman wants to make fucking Barcelona orange and shit <laughs> yeah. for some reason. They'll be surprised next year if Barcelona is also in his shirt is orange. Yeah, and then they fucking try to sign Nathaniel Ake and I don't know. Yeah, overspend him, like uh, just like. City. PS- oh, I was going to say PSG, but I mean, City, right. the, the, the team that got <laughs> Ferran for 20 mil. Right then, lads. Yeah, they're overspending. Yeah. All right. So sake, we're done man. with the international. I'm done with it. We'll go into the Premier League. Yes, sir. Premier League is back. <sighs> Finally. Yes, sir. We're... we're uh, where are we at with that? Schedule it's starts on Saturday. Ooh, damn. I do I need to fix my 
my prim- my fantasy team. Like now they remember. <laughs> so we'll go through the games and, and give our predictions. Uh, Newcastle hosting Chelsea. What's going on there? <laughs> nah, it's easy money. Come on, Chelsea. Come on, lads. You, you don't think uh, Maximin or Almiron is going to score anything? They could score. They could score all they want. Chelsea's been dropping goals like it's fun. Four, five, three. Pfft. Werner coming off of a, a nice, you know, a nice international break. Havertz. Pulisic's not going to be healthy yet, so that's a bit worrying. But I think this is easy money for Chelsea, man. Uh, I have Chelsea 3-1. I'm hoping for a draw. I hope for a draw, but I think Chelsea's going to win. Every time I predict Chelsea loses, they win. So I'm going to hope for a draw and think that they're going to win. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair, fair. Aston Villa hosting uh, Brighton. Yeah. That's pretty easy, isn't it? Come on, Brighton. Jack Grealish. Yeah. Playing playing the best football of his life right now. Right, Ross Barkley, uh, uh, Watkins. Ross Barkley, Watkins. You know they just got cash. Yeah, cash and, uh, um, you know they just they've gotten results this year. In fact, um, they've gotten results. Con- you know, at one point they were top of the top of the table briefly. Uh, yeah, I think this is an easy match again. Well, not easy, but it's a a favorable match for for Villa against Brighton. And I have a uh, I have Villa winning two nil. Not not bad, not bad. Yeah. Game of the week. Mm. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Game of the week coming up. Oh, no, it is, it is, yeah. Tottenham Hotspur hosting Manchester City. Yeah, City. This one's this one's tough, man. Like, any way you slice it. Yeah. We can't, we can't like, pretend that City's going to walk all over Tottenham. No, I don't think that's that's the case. But, you know, I, I have I have City winning. The only thing that Tottenham have going for them is that they're playing in London, but I still think City are winning. Um, I think this week we got too much off of what? Off like of why do you think? Why do you think City wins? I think we have the better team, just like off the rip. Better talent. Um, I think yeah, Harry Kane and Son have had an amazing season, but who have they beat that's convincing? I mean, they beat United off of a technicality. Technicality. Like, yeah, they got lucky. Lamella wasn't sent off in Marshall think, Stadium. You don't think Tottenham was going to beat Manchester United because Anthony Martial got sent off? Yeah, dude. Yeah, they got they got super lucky. I think if if they if it's a full it, it, now, if you said like Harry Maguire got sent off, I would agree with that. But no, I don't it. think that's that. I don't know if Tottenham scores six if Mar- Martial stayed on, but I think they win. I just it's not even Marsh it's not about Marshall it's more just 11 v 11 if you don't play if you're playing 10 v 11 I mean it's just a numbers game 10 v 11 uh, Hoiberg had a fucking match yeah who's yeah. gonna stop Ho- Hoiberg ah uh, dude I, I mean he's he had you he guys plays don't good. have you guys don't have somebody that's gonna keep him from distributing you guys don't have someone that's gonna stop Kane Dude, we from, have, from delivery. We have uh, one of the best defensive records so far in the Premier. Tottenham has better attack than City. Mm, yeah, yeah, uh, statistically, but not by much. You know, uh, Aguero's out. Um, Aguero's out. They're they're letting goals in constantly, even to teams like West Ham. So I mean, like I said, Tottenham's a good team, but I, I think City and City are we bully Tottenham every year. The one year that we didn't get bullied was in the Champions League, and it was because of terrible officiating. 
But oh, it's always at fishing when city loses. Yeah, well, I mean, I was, hear that a lot. Yeah, yeah, I hear but that no, a lot. It was clear, lot. man. I mean, it was like a handball and then a disallowed goal uh, for Sterling because his hand was offside. Just little shit like that. But Tottenham, like we're we've been their dads for the past decade and we'll continue. Who's to. gonna stop Reguilon? I don't. I mean, like I don't think Reguilon. I think Reguilon's a solid left back, but like I don't think he's a motivating force. It's like if I say who's gonna stop Kyle Walker. I don't think anybody on Tottenham is. I mean, I think we both have good teams, and I just think City is better. Um, What's your score prediction then? Two one. And I, I told I told one of the the homies this earlier this week. I was like two one, two one City, and it, it becomes a. It's just it's gonna be a tactical. Um, it's a, t- it's a chess match every time between Mourinho and and Guardiola. That's for sure. Yeah, and and I think like there's been moments where Guardiola has been doubted against the Arsenal game. Previous, a lot of people were like, "Oh, Arsenal could definitely beat City." They did it in the FA Cup. Boom, bumping. We beat we beat Arsenal. And this is the same thing that's gonna happen with Tottenham. You, you won one zero. Yeah, but a dub's yeah. a dub, isn't it? It is. And a clean sheet, and a valid clean sheet because we scored two, right? I don't know, man. I just think, and then Gabriel Jesus. I mean, we freaking drew against Liverpool and could have beat Liverpool, and we wouldn't even have, have our best striker. I, I have a lot more faith in Tottenham's attack than I do in City's. I have. I think City's defensive record proves that we're a hard team to score on. To be Tottenham's fair. had a harder schedule. We played Liverpool, the defending champs. I the best team Tottenham's played is maybe to Liverpool at their maybe seventy five percent. And so did we. We were missing our best attacker in, in, yeah, in, in that doesn't make you seventy five percent. Well, he's our, our best at ninety. Yeah, but you know, and we should have won that game if we if we make a penalty. To be fair, but Tottenham hasn't hasn't faced a penalty a team. that you didn't deserve. And then I could easily make a case that they didn't deserve theirs, and that's the only way theirs they scored. Theirs was a lot more valid than And that's the only way they yours. scored via penalty as per, and I think we still could have won that. But, I mean. You, I, well, you guys, well, Liverpool's defense, or I'm sorry, attack plays with their food. And they had their whole attack available, and they still played with their food. You Maybe guys, they're not you hungry. Guys, you guys were at 90, man. Yeah, but that doesn't. Both teams at 100, Liverpool wins that one. I mean, Liverpool's never dropped five on our head tops. We dropped five on theirs and got a clean sheet recently. And we've won the league many more times than they have. And we're still record holders. And this is just, since if we're bringing up Liverpool, I mean, we beat, we could have beat Liverpool. I see, I don't see why Tottenham would scare me. Just, that's just the way I think. The only team that scares me was Liverpool and we almost beat them. Should have beat them. I think you should be very afraid of Tottenham. Oh, man. Uh, I'm high on Tottenham this season. I don't, I don't. Call me crazy. I think they're good, but they're just not. I mean, I'll take Leicester over Tottenham. Call me crazy. Clearly. And I think Leicester's going to do the goods against Liverpool. But Call me crazy, but Tottenham is, is a rightful contender. You guys are barely above making even on your goal differential. Yeah. I mean, it's a and uh, their attack is healthy. Yeah. So I don't I don't know why you're underrating Tottenham. I just feel we're a better team, man. Even <laughs> on paper, like I I don't know what other way to split it. We yeah. have a better center defensive partnership. Ruben Diaz and Laporte are clear of any defender Tottenham have. I think we have the better keeper. I mean, I I could go down the whole list, but I mean, I just Lloris really? Yeah. Oh yeah, Lloris after him. He's he's playing for France because there's nobody else to even fucking put above him. Mandanda, nah, man. Ederson's good with his feet. 
he's good with his feet and, and, and against Liverpool he was solid as a rock made a, a, a bunch of stops he just but wasn't I thought, but I thought Liverpool's attack was shit I mean what is it well we we, had, we created more than them still and the only goal they scored was via penalty so I mean I don't know how, how else I could split it but I mean yeah I'm confident in City alright I, I take I take Tottenham yeah. I take Tottenham two to one yeah, I think that's it's a close match. It's, it's not it's easy. It's I'm not, not easy saying we're spanking Tottenham, but I think we're beating them. I think I think you're underrating Tottenham and Mourinho. Uh, Mourinho's shite, bro. That's why he got sacked from his last three jobs. There's a reason. There's a reason, bro. Yeah, he should just he's retire. A prick. He's a prick, and he can't get results. He can't get results. What was the last silverware he won? Europa. Yeah, that's the level he's at. I don't think he's a top manager anymore. Everybody has their days. Some people are able to to evolve. He isn't. Pep and Klopp are far superior to him. I'll even go as far as say to Pochettino's better than him. Pochettino's gotten them farther in any tournament. And I know Mourinho still has a limited time there, but he's just living off of his game off of his name and his antics. He has a lot of zippy one-liners. Yeah, that's cool. The IG posts, amazing. Keep it up. Whoever your social media guy is, he's doing amazing. He's he's fooling y'all, bro. I don't think he's that great. And, um, well, Pep has a great record against Mourinho, and I think he's only going to improve it. That's all I got to say, lot. Easy money. This guy. Whoa. And I'll, I'll make sure to hit you up when we get that dub. Hit me up. You know what? 3-1. Fuck it. Ah, just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. He uh, said it. He said it. He said it. No, nah, it could be. It could uh, be. Yeah, I think you're a little harsh on Mourinho. I think you're a little disrespectful on the, um, on the, on the special one. Man. That's the same guy who thought KDB was surplus, right? Well, he was at the time. He Standard. was at the time. Man, when it's all said and done. Not, not, and, and Salah was a surplus as well. You don't say that. Oh, no, no. That's more just bad on, on Mourinho. It just, it just... Lukaku was surplus too. Turned out to have a great career after. It, ju- it just so happens at the time they were surplus. And guess what? He won a fucking league. Oh, well, when was the last time he won a league? That was like, what, 2000... 12, 2013? Sure. Fuck, man. 15. That's almost a decade. 14. I don't know, man. Um, I think... Leagues aren't easy to come by. Of course. Not every team could get you it back-to-back. Back like Not that. every team has unlimited spending and mm. can spend whatever they want to back-to-back. Back. Chelsea fine. was that team, though, to be fair. And he exactly. still couldn't fucking do it. I but they know. won twice in a decade. All right, moving on. <laughs> okay. Moving on. We, 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 we can, we can, uh, we can <laughs> talk about it all day, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I do it to wind you up. <laughs> City uh, United versus uh, West Brom. That's I, a United win, right? Yeah, easy, easy United win. And I hope they go on a nice stretch where you know where we act, where we think we're good. Well, you guys keep. are good. I mean, it's just you guys are not as good as you used to be, but you guys are good. You guys are a top four side. Right now, if we're judging the table off of right now, it's not. It's not the table is, is a newborn. We, we don't know yet, man. It's still young. Not even the f- the first 25%. So you think after Christmas, we'll know? Yeah. After Boxing Day. I think... <laughs> boxing I love that. <laughs> United wins 2-0 to zero against West Brom. Trash. It's not going to be that simple, lad. Trash team. Fulham against Everton. Everton wins 3-1. to one. Cover doing with Are the brace. Are they finally going to win? Because they've been slacking, man. Everton with the brace. Uh, I'm sorry. Hamas with the brace. I'm sorry, uh, Calvert Lewin with the brace and then Hamas with a nice little free kick. Three to one. What's your prediction on that? 
Wait, do you think United beats West Brom? Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. I think it's just a one nil win though. I don't. That wouldn't surprise me about United. I mean, yeah, yeah. In the eighty seven, because they minute. usually play to the level of their opponents, but I don't think they can. West Brom is just so shite. If this would have been Brighton, it's more competitive. But I don't know. Next game: uh, Sheffield United versus West Ham United. The Hammers. I'll take a draw. Whew. Two to two. I have Hammers. Um, Fernals getting the lone goal one nil. Fernals is a prick. Whoa! Un- oh, Leeds United versus Arsenal. Whoa! I have uh, Arsenal winning. Whoa! Arsenal winning uh, three to two. Oh, it's gonna be a high score. I like game. that score. It's I like it, that score. Both high octane offenses going back and forth. Being bang. Arsenal have lost a few games now, so they're hungry. Leeds have lost a few games too, but I think they're still missing Calvin Phillips. They're they're, they're going to be missing him until probably Boxing Day. Yeah. Uh, come on, you Gunners. They got it. Yeah, Gunners. Yeah. Yes, sir. I don't I'll take what, Arsenal. I like Leeds United. They're one, they're like one of my spare. I kind of want them to win but, too, though. But. but Arsenal are also one of my other teams, so I'll take Arsenal. Three two. Three two is not a bad score. Yeah, but I I, I like I like Leeds. They're an underdog Leeds, story. Leeds, 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 Leeds. Yeah. Uh, and then next game is Liverpool versus Leicester. Mm-hmm. Tough one. Mm, it would have been tough if both teams were healthy, but it's clear for me. Leicester, yeah. easy dub. Liverpool has just had this drought of injuries. And that's, uh, no, yeah, it's unfortunate. Like That's the real reason why they're going to be losing games is because of lack of depth. But I'll take Liverpool 1-0. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, current goal sco- leading goal scorer, Jamie Vardy. In the mix. Bubble bum bummy Vardy. Oh, man. I, I just see him. I think this is a game where he could have a field day. Hat trick, maybe, but maybe not. Maybe a 2 0. Yeah. Uh, a 2 0 for Leicester. It, it, Vardy might get his goal. Tielemans, maybe. I'll take Madison. Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, Monday, October 23rd. I'm sorry, <laughs> November 23rd. I'm a dickhead. Burnley hosting Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. Come on, Palace. I, you know what? Fuck Burnley. Burnley, you can go to. I'm going to say it. Fuck Burnley. You could go to. Nah, it's okay. Yeah, Burnley, bro, I, they don't contribute any eye-pleasing football to the Premier League, so y'all fuck can em. leave. Fuck them. I'm going to choose them for the loss every week, and they're probably going to do that, and I hope you get relegated two years in a row. Yeah, fuck you. take that, Sam Dyke, and all your white lives matter purists that are most of your fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck those fools. Um, Wolverton versus Southampton. That's a, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good one, man. I'll take I'll take Wolves. Jimenez getting the brace two to one. Let's go, Danny Ings with your score. But Jimenez, yeah, rescuing it. I don't know, man. I have two Southampton to two to one. It's gonna be a close game. I have uh, I have three one Southampton, but whoa, Ings is playing great. But there's another guy who's maybe even playing better. And you brought this up a few episodes back. James Ward-Prowse, Che Adams is another guy. Yeah, I just really like this team, and I it's no it's no um, digs at Wolves, but they haven't had the best season, and that might be for reasons like um, that you know revolve around depth. Not for Raul Jimenez, I think he's still their best player right now. Adama Traore has kind of hit hit this dip in form where he hasn't really been. A factor. I don't know why he was called to Spain. He didn't play good. Nah, he but he does give them an, a a. a like this aspect that they don't have it which is like you know physicality pace um sometimes they lack that so i see why but you know yeah yeah so uh moving on to spain 
All right, now moving on to La Liga fixtures. Um, Friday, uh, Osasuna versus Huesca. Damn. That's Huesca. A, that's a bad game. <laughs> that's one that we don't give a shit about, right? Levante versus Elche. Nothing interesting there, right? Villarreal versus uh, Madrid. That's um, a good one. I, who do you I think, give it to? Who do you give it to? No, I think Madrid's winning. I mean, you can't lose two times in a row to, to weaker opposition. I'm but sure Villarreal is having a good season. They are. I think they're in the top four. Yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they are. But I don't know if they've been in a big team. They're yeah they're they're in second place with eighteen points all games played. I don't know. Yeah, I have. It's a tough. Game. It's a tough match, but I think Real Madrid, if they're playing to their level, get the dub. Totally, I agree. Yeah, I, um, I mean they have too much talent. You know, I think three to one is a fair fair score. Yeah, three to one, three to zero is a fair score. I I think Villarreal will give them trouble. Like, they might score a goal. But just all in all, though, unless Madrid is unlucky again with penalties and shit, I I think this should be an easy game for Madrid. I have 2-1. Um, 3-1 maybe, you know. I, I, I don't know yet. I think Madrid either scores a little bit or a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I just do think that they will concede, though. Yeah, 3-1 is a, is a good score. Um, so then... The next game is uh, Sevilla versus Celta Vigo. Yeah. Celta Vigo. I have Sevilla. Sevilla uh, is not doing great. Nah, they're not. And, but Celta Vigo is not doing great. They're in 17th place. Sevilla is in 12th. Mm-hmm. So you got to wonder. I don't know. Sevilla 2-1. to one. Sheesh. Yeah, I agree. Same scoreline, too. And then the next one is a big match. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. I, Atletico versus Barcelona. Yeah. Vizca Barça. Yes, sir. Um, what's your What's your prediction on that one? I have Barcelona winning. Uh, I have them winning. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, Luis Suarez is missing. I mean, Luis Suarez. Atletico is missing, missing Luis Suarez due to COVID. I'm not saying that's, that's the only aspect of their team, but they're not going to be at full strength and... I don't know. I just think Barca... Joao Felix? Yeah. No, he, oh, he's good. He's good. I like him, but... He's a factor, as you say. But I don't think he, him alone can can sway the result. Messi's still breathing, and, well, Serginho Des is going to put up a shift. Yeah, you're acting like Kieran Trippier isn't going to nullify him. Ah, uh, I don't know, man. Or Coque or Saul. Frankie Dijon. Uh, I don't know. I think it, it's a toss-up, but I have Barcelona uh, winning. Oh, uh, I take I take Atletico. Damn. Three to zero. Ah, oh, damn. Hell no. Okay, I'm taking that. Atletico for the win, and like easily. Yeah. I think I think Atletico is going to the top this week. Mm, they have a good chance of winning the winning the league. But Atletico Madrid, uh, top of the league. They will be. They will be for now. But Barcelona, they're picking up some steam. Um, I will say this: it's it is a big blow that Ansu Fati's is out, but Pedri has been stepping up, and I, I really like what that kid has to offer. I'm much higher on him than than Puig, and I don't know. That's not much to say. Whoa, I don't know, man. We'll see. It, it's yeah. a tough game. It's hard to separate both sides, honestly. Historically, Barca have been better. Historically, but today, 
Atletico is miles. No, no. I wouldn't say that. I think they're closer than ever. I like Atletico, and miles. I told you, I think Atletico is going to win the league. But today, without Luis Suarez, nah, man. It's going to be tough. What about uh, Llorente or... Oh, Llorente is good. Uh, Joao Felix. What are we talking about? Oh, Joao Angel, Felix Angel is Correa. the best player in the league so far. Yeah, but, you know, Messi's still a factor, though. He's a factor. Like, he's so good. I mean, he can change the game. But the rest of the team, like, the whole, the whole thing about Barcelona over the last, let's say, 10 years has, built, has been built upon Messi. Today, that's not the case. I agree with you. And Messi's not even happy. Messi isn't even comfortable playing in the Madrid, in the Barcelona kit. Yeah, but... Um, and, and Atletico, all their players played good in the break. And I don't know, man. I think they're just a different animal today. Three to three to zero, three to one. Fucking hell! My prediction. Like I'm not saying that Atletico can't win, but it's going to be a lot closer than you think, man. Uh, Barca's coming off a nice win, their last match. Um, I don't know. I just you know Barcelona. Fine, through and through. Yeah, yeah. And and I have Atletico winning the league, but I just think I just think this is a Barca's game. Fair enough. Uh, Eibar versus Getafe. Hetafe, I'll take that win, even though they're not that great. Uh, the The next big game is Cadiz versus uh, Sociedad. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I have Sociedad winning. I took Cadiz for the upset. Fuck. I don't know. I just think Sociedad's a better team, but Cadiz they has are, proven yeah, that they, yeah, they've they given play, every play, big team like, they played. Yeah, Cadiz is... They're good. <laughs> Alvaro, Negredo, Negredo. <laughs> Vamos. He's a he's a hell of a player, but I just think Sociedad has so much, you know, to offer. Not only with uh, Oyarzabal, who's playing out of his skin, probably one of the best players in La Liga at the moment. And then, I mean, fucking <laughs> El Mago. Yeah, bro, David Silva. What a player! Um, and I think I'll he's take just one zero, Cadi. Ah man, I could see a draw, truthfully, but I'm gonna give the benefit of the doubt to the. Sociedad, the league leaders, mind sure. you. Sure, sure. And, yeah. Menos okay. mal, tío. And then uh, Granada versus uh, Valladolid. Granada. Granada. Uh, Alavez versus Valencia. Valencia. Yeah. Vamos, Yunes Musa. I wouldn't be surprised at a tie, but... Dale, que sos vos, pa. Atletico versus Betis. Whoa! Betis. Yeah, I'll take Betis. Betis. I'll take Betis. They've yeah. been up and down, but I'll take Betis. Betis. Wow. Hattrick uh, Lanes? Ah, this kid. Hey. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. Calma, uh, calma, nah. Sergio yeah. Canales. Uh, I'll take I'll take Betis for the win. I don't, I'm not going to pick a score, but it's going to be like a 2-1, 3-2 sort of affair. Maybe even a draw, but I'll take Betis. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, so that's our roundup for the we uh, for the leagues. Um, we had some some Q and A going on. Right, right, we did, mate. We did that. We did, and some great questions as per. Not as many as sometimes we're used to, but a good amount. Um, I guess I'll go with the first one. Thoughts on the U.S. men's national team posed by Edward Meza, uh, one of our listeners. I mean, what is there to say, pal? This is the most excited I've been for a U.S. team since Donovan last wore the shirt. Uh, listen, uh, just a great young team. You could go through all of them. All, all the players, I should say. Man, 
uh, yeah, I'm very happy with them, and I think it's still early to, to, to have a judgment, but I think going forward they're going to be amazing. I've seen U.S. men's national team for 20 years at the very least. You know, mm-hmm. they had hope in zero in 2002 when they eliminated Mexico in the World Cup with that McBride bullshit. Oh, well, yeah. um, when Dempsey, when they thought Dempsey was the guy. Fulham player, yeah. Tottenham player. Uh, when on Gay Wu, Boca Negra were the Twin Towers. I've seen when Jermaine Jones was one of the main guys. Michael Mixed Bradley. Discrude. Michael Bradley was the guy. Michael Bradley and uh, Josie Altador. Yeah. I've seen all those fakes and frauds. And I got to tell you right now that U.S. today is the best I've ever seen them. Yeah, I agree. They, they're, they're, the, they're so good that they make me want to root for them. Damn near. Damn near. You know what? Fuck it. I root for U.S. Yeah. Fuck it. Throw the kid on. Nah. No, no, no. Not <laughs> that far. Not that far. But I'll pull the I, I, like, unless they're playing Mexico, I'm going for the U.S. And I've never felt that way before. Truth, yeah. tr- truthfully. They play nice football. Um, they have good players. They have a good future. And I root for them unless they're playing for Mexico. Yeah. Or playing against Mexico, I should say. But they, they have a good base. Uh, the only My only problem is their manager. I don't like Burhalter. I think Berhalter is a re, is, is a step back from what Jurgen Klinsmann was. Although I think Jurgen Klinsmann would be perfect for the German national team. It could be, yeah. I I mean, see this, this Jurgen Klinsmann set the set set the set the plate for what the U.S. is now. U.S. is benefiting from what Jurgen Klinsmann set. Yeah. Six five years ago. Yeah, you know well, I mean? he, he did give that, that, that help for, for us to have more players playing in Europe. He was one of the big initiating forces in getting Pulisic to go to Germany. Exactly. So what U.S. is now, yeah, I totally, U.S. is my, na- is my second national team. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm American, first of all. So, yeah, uh, I think U.S. has, has an amazing future. And, uh, you know, the only th- things are only going to get better, you know, Golden Gold Cup, they're gonna play against Mexico final. That's gonna be crazy. And I'll take I'll take Mexico all day, but you know if if US wins that, I'm not upset. Yeah, because or, I know they have a good team. Yeah, or back even then in the I, didn't, I know they didn't have a good team. They didn't have a good. They had Donovan or, or Dempsey, who, by the way, I never really liked. I never really accepted him as a top player. Hmm. But uh, you know, Jermaine Jones was a good player and. Uh, um, my favorite U.S. player of all time is uh, Demarcus Beasley. <laughs> I love me some Demarcus. Fuck, he's Beasley, good. Man. He's good. He's yeah, good. yeah. But it's just a random player, though. But yeah, yeah I know, I know, I know, I know. But yeah, that that's my thoughts on uh, on the U.S. men's national team. Yeah, no, solid. I appreciate that and keeping it honest as well. Same, another question by Edward, and I like this question too. Um, Deadpool, Deadpool buying a football club. They bought Sunderland. To, to, to be more exact and and I voiced this to Nestor earlier this week and I told him if I was a multi-millionaire or, or billionaire I would love to buy a football club and uh, you know just restart them and initiate all, all the progressive ways of what football is becoming whereas a lot of the traditional older heads kind of have lost the plot in, in how to run a football club 
I would like to scout globally, things like that. And I think it's amazing that more, uh, you know, notable people are investing into football because that's only going to popularize the sport. And I think it's cool. And the fact that he bought Sunderland, who, by the way, have a great documentary on Netflix if if you guys have a chance to watch. Um, Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. He didn't buy Sunderland. He, He bought a share in them. But it wasn't at Wexham? Rexham or whatever. Oh, was it? Oh, really? It wasn't Sunderland? It wasn't Sunderland that he bought a stake in. Oh, I'm tripping. Yeah, it's Rexham. No, uh, no, Sunderland got bought out by, by some billionaire, like 22-year-old or something like that. But but Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, bought a Rexham bus. Yeah, yeah, that's a, it was a fifth division team. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. it, it ties into the point that I would love to buy a football team one day. But, I mean, that, <laughs> yeah. that whole project in itself is is, is awesome, you know? Um, well, I guess Sunderland is, is the recent team to, to over, have an overtaking, and I guess that's worth mentioning. But Yeah, yeah. no, that, well, that's the thing, though, is like a player, like, is, is uh, it, it was Ryan Reynolds and uh, Rob McElhenney, the dude from um, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, <laughs> about Wrexham. Right. Uh, that's a badass name, by the way. Wrexham. <laughs> yeah, Wrexham. So, you know, it only brings attention. It brings money. Um, but like you said, a team like Sunderland, uh, who has been through some dire straits, we know them from the documentary. Mm-hmm. It's a fun project, but it is a responsibility. It, it does take time. So for, for you to get somebody on in the fifth division... It's gonna take some some time, some quiche to get to where you think it's gonna be. It's gonna take a profit, and I feel like a lot of these new, the, a lot of these Hollywood guys think it's like easy money. It's not, man. It's definitely not. No, I agree. But I, it's I think it's it all it takes is investment in the right areas. It's not even a lot of investment. Investment in the right areas. Well, the, uh, to be fair, these guys probably have. Plenty of it. Ryan Reynolds and the uh, and uh, Rob McElhenney, they probably have they're closer to hundred million each than than Wrexham itself. Yeah, Wrexham's probably in the low millions. Yeah. Um, so you spend even two hundred thousand on a player, and he's probably going to light up the league. You'd hope so. Brighton bring you to the first division, and uh, here we are. Or even imagine giving chances to, to, to people who aren't even worth that, like young guys, 17, 18, 19-year-olds who want a run of football in Europe. Maybe even MLS guys. Somebody, somebody would like to buy them new new boots and fucking 40000 a year, and they're set. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Put them on the pitch to light up the league. Get a couple of those guys, and you're set. That, and that that that's nothing to your pocket, right? And the more you promote, the more money you're gonna indulge. Exactly. In. So it's it's a they, they I like bring it. sponsorships. They bring attention. Um. So hopefully, hopefully, it's good. Hopefully, they're not just in it for a cash grab because Rexham Fifth Division. It's not interesting. Not to us. In the grand scheme of things, for yeah, footballers yeah. and football fans, you'll be surprised though. People in England watch the first three divisions religiously. You'll be, but I mean, if they can get into that conversation soon, it's it could be a money maker, man. It's just about playing your cards right and knowing where to invest, how to sure. invest. 
yeah, it's course. cool, man. I, if I had that money, that's where I'd invest. And not only for the business venture, but just for the enjoyment of that. I get it. It's cool. Totally yep. get it. What's the next question, man? Yeah, cool question. Next question was uh, by Kevin, Kevin Garcia, uh, one of our, our loyal yes, listeners. Kevin. And Kevin, yes, sir. He said, who in your opinion uh, Who in your opinion is going to win the Euros? And That's I don't know question. if you want to answer first because I answered the other ones. You could answer first if you want. That's a good question. Yeah. I'll take Spain. I like Spain's base. Fuck, man. Yeah, that's a tough one. Like Spain is is one of my picks too. But if I if I had to pick somebody different, it'd be England, just because I really like the team that they have. And if they have the proper manager by the time the Euros are here, we could be looking at a, at a squad that is capable of getting at least to the semis, or even the final. I think Spain, with a mix of their youth and who they have in terms of. Uh, just history and the manager Ramos Lucho Lucho to me isn't a great manager but he's he's okay with letting experienced players and great players do their thing um Ramos Reguilon Carvajal Morata Eric Garcia. Garcia, who who should be a really good player by the time Euros come. Yeah. Canales. You know, they have a really good base. Coque, Saul. Oyarzabal. You know, by the time the Euros come, I think I think Spain's going to have the best club. The best um, national team, I should say. I agree. I agree. France is a little all over the place. For me, Spain. Spain is the team. For good sure. shout, good shout. Yeah, I like that, and I think that that wrapped it up for all the questions that we had. wasn't too many, um, but hey, we fuckers. appreciate all the questions we you get. Little fuckers. <laughs> Wait, who's your team for the for for the Euros? Oh well, I I agree with you. I, Spain's my pick, but I said if 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 I had to pick another team just to not be on the same page, it would be England. Hmm. I think they have a good shout by then. You know, if they have the proper lineup chosen, you know, with Grealish, Foden, and and they have a, a probably a great plethora of strikers. Compared to the rest Hopefully of the... Hopefully not Mount. Oh, I think Mount by, by then is probably going to be wearing the 10. Ah, just kidding. I'll imagine that, huh? Well, he did wear the 10 recently. I know that, that that bugged a lot of people, but... Bugged me? Whoa. Yeah. We'll see, though. Um, but yeah, those were all the questions. Uh, do you have any uh, parting thoughts or anything mm-hmm. we failed to discuss? I don't think so. I think we're good. I think... I think uh, you know, finally we're done with the international break, and we'll get into into the hot stuff, man. Club shit. Yes, sir. Next next week. Um, anything else, man? No, no. That wraps it up for me. All right. Uh, this is uh, bottled soccer talk. My name is Nestor. I'm here with Henry. Yes, sir. And uh, fuerza don Rafa. And uh, yes, sir. We'll see you guys next week. Listen Cheers. to Adela Costa, man.